views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. This show's audio was via a Skype call. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub from Empowerment Radio as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges in our day-to-day lives. Find out how you can use the power of your mind to overcome self-sabotaging patterns and build a solid foundation of confidence and self-respect. Learn cutting-edge tools and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. This is the time to empower yourself. Now, here's your host, Dr. Friedemann Schaub. Welcome to Empowerment Radio. It's another Wednesday and we have a great show. A show that is about empowerment. And before I go to the topic of today's program, I want to answer a question that a lot of people ask me. What does empowerment actually mean? Because, you know, sometimes it gets misunderstood. Does empowerment mean that I have the power over others or that I'm going to feel positive and confident at all time? Well, actually, empowerment is not necessarily that because empowerment is first and foremost the ability to take responsibility for your thoughts, for your emotions, and your actions, no matter what the circumstances are, and then to make a daily choice to be the best version of yourself. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the best version is always brilliant, but you make at least that choice to do the best you can on that day with whatever tools, energy, and mindset you have available. Empowerment Radio and also the work I'm doing with the Fear and Anxiety Solution and the Empowerment Solution is all about helping you to gain the awareness and the insights and the tools just to be able to go through life, through this journey of life with with greater harmony, purpose, and fulfillment. And today's show is about one of those obstacles, one of those issues that so many people are dealing with. And and I really think there should be some kind of an AA type of uh, opportunity for people to meet. Because what I'm talking about is the fear of being alone. And how the fear of being alone sabotages our love in our life. Now, in this program, and I know this is a big topic and we could have you know, many shows on it, but in this program, I also want at the end of it, um, give you the opportunity to go deep inside through a guided meditation. So get the recliner ready, the dog in the yard, light the candles and already start relaxing because 
part of resolving this fear of being alone is also being able to go to a deeper, more subconscious level. Now, if you have any questions on this topic, you can either use the chat box on Transformation Talk Radio. You can call in at 888-418-6890, or you can also send an email at info at the fear and anxiety solution.com. Now, there are millions and more people every day that feel alone. 45% of Americans are single. And I'm sure that quite a few of those feel alone. And a survey actually showed that one in three adults in the US is afraid of being alone. And it makes sense because as humans, as humans, we are social creatures. We do love to share our time and dreams and joys and successes with other people, and especially those that we care about. But even though the world population continues to increase dramatically, there is a trend for more and more people to struggle with loneliness. Even though we have probably more virtual friends than at any time in human history before, we are more connected, we can with one button push talk with anyone around the globe, we still feel isolated. We still are afraid of that feeling. Now, how do you know that you may be dealing with the fear of being alone? Maybe you think you're not because you're in a relationship, so you have no worries. Well, let's look at some of those symptoms, some of those hallmarks that are really telling you that you have a fear and you may even be in denial about it. So first of all, you can't spend time on your own. That's definitely telling you something. You know, not just, you know, when you're single, but even when you're in a relationship, you have a hard time being on your own. When your partner or spouse is leaving for a trip, you get nervous, you feel like you cannot sleep by yourself or maybe you feel like when you have to be by yourself you need to distract yourself with having the tv on or calling someone because that feeling of being with yourself with your thoughts that makes you sad anxious frustrated you think you're pathetic everyone else is fun what are you doing on your own i remember when i came to seattle in the mid-90s, I came from a relationship, a busy career, all of those things. And one of the biggest challenges for me was a loneliness because I didn't know anyone. And it certainly took me a while to, to make friends and to create my own network. So at the beginning, I was hit with a fear of being alone and it made me very uncomfortable when I was. And at the same time, it also really told me a lot about the work that I needed to do on myself. But one of the things that I felt so uncomfortable was that I felt everyone sees that I'm alone. It was almost like I was in the Truman Show and everyone was watching me going alone to a bar or going alone shopping. And what are they thinking? 
there was a self-consciousness with that feeling of being alone that made me even feel more insecure and also anxious. Now, if you have the fear of being alone, what you tend to do is to jump into relationships, sometimes from one to the next. You tell yourself, oh, I just fall easily in love, and, and you fall especially in love with those that give you a little bit of attention. Now, unfortunately, you also get often disappointed because you feel taken advantage of what you saw as a potential mate and a real relationship. For the other person, it was just a hookup or a one-night stand. And once you are in a relationship, you are clinging onto it as if it's a life raft. In the relationship, you tend to maybe follow your partner and pursue the interests of that person and let them make the decision and try to be their shadow and you lose yourself a little bit because you just don't want to be by yourself and you don't want to risk for this person to lose potentially interest in you. And even if you do notice that the relationship is maybe not that great, maybe it's not that fulfilling, you fight for it. You're willing to accept the unhappiness. You're willing to put up even with some ignorant, selfish, and maybe even abusive partner just because you don't want to be on your own. You rather trade happiness for a warm body. It's just like the people that hate their jobs but stay in it because of the benefits. And that fear of being alone doesn't make love and, and fulfillment and joy the agenda. It makes that avoidance of that unfamiliar or uncomfortable feeling of being on your own. That's the main reason to be in the relationship. You only leave those relationships when you have a backup plan. So you flirt while you're with somebody, you keep your options open, and when you feel like there's someone else to jump on, you'll do it. And then you again repeat the same pattern. And if you don't have that relationship pattern where you just really feel the need to not be single, you may feel the need to stay close to your family or your friends because you don't really believe that you can go through life on your own. You just don't feel equipped. You feel there may be situations that you have to deal with that you don't know how. And so it's better to have those that you can trust in and that care about you and have been there for you for all those years to keep those people close. Now, does that sound familiar? Do you have a feeling that you may be, maybe covertly, but that you may be afraid of being alone? Now, where does this fear come from and, and how can we overcome it? Well, a lot of people that have been dealing with that fear of being alone, and a lot of people I've been working with on that fear, have been growing up in maybe circumstances that didn't make them feel loved or accepted. Maybe there was a sense of neglect or rejection, maybe by one parent or both. Often these are also children that grew up with self-absorbed and narcissistic parents that 
just were so involved in their own issues that they totally overlooked their children. Or maybe there were so many children around that there was just not enough time and love to go around. What happened is that that container of love and self-worth that we are supposed to get filled up during our childhood somehow remained empty. It's like looking for others to fill the void that we bring from our past with us. And so the fear of being alone is basically that lack of having some kind of an identity, a relationship with yourself, the sense of, I do have a foundation of trust in me. I have a foundation of, I know who I am. And especially when you were growing up in those circumstances I I described, you may have compensated for the lack of attention or that feeling of not being important by pleasing and supporting others and being a caretaker. And so you need it and you still need the acknowledgement from others. You still need others to tell you that you're okay. And so then you become dependent on that. It's like the drug, the oxygen. And if you don't have it, you automatically feel on withdrawal and you feel something essential is missing. So what does this have to do with the subconscious mind? And how can we work with the subconscious mind to resolve it? We'll talk more about this after the break. Choose the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie Show. Tune in each week on Transformation Talk Radio as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. The Cornelia Stephanie Show is your catalyst for anchoring heaven on earth on a global scale. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at thedrpatshow.com. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. 
Tune in the first and third Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit vickyworldart.com. In this day and age, if you don't reinvent yourself, you may never find balance, peace, and the sustainable life that is your birthright. Angela Watson Robertson, known as the Reinvention Warrior and the host of Breakthrough Radio Show Masters of Reinvention, is here to help you reinvent every area of your life. Tune in and hear from the best in the personal transformation business and discover tips and tools for positive change. Live every month on Transformation Talk Radio. Gain powerful insight and practical tools to support you on your spiritual journey. Access your higher self and tune in every second and fourth Thursday at 12 p.m. Pacific to A Life Untethered with Andrew Martin and now co-host Jeremy Nudell. Walking the path of freedom. Andrew is a highly attuned intuitive oracle, energy worker, spiritual teacher, and international radio host. For more about Andrew and his services, visit andrewmartin.energy. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. We are talking about the fear of being alone. And maybe you're listening while you are alone. And maybe what I just talked about, the symptoms of the fear of being alone, make you think. Maybe you're thinking about, well, is this relationship really what I want? Am I really settling because I'm afraid? Am I really feeling so unworthy of love? and unworthy of just someone committing to me, that I'm accepting the little scraps I'm getting from the person I'm with. Am I fooling myself because I don't believe that I can handle life on my own, or am I really hating myself so much, like an annoying roommate or sibling that I don't wanna be around myself, that I don't wanna face myself? What happens when you look in the mirror? Do you even look at yourself? Do you even see who you are? Do you immediately fall into judgment and just beat yourself up? Do you avoid your gaze? Or do you spend a minute and really looking into your eyes, trying to find something deep inside of you? Well, all of those things about the fear of being alone have to do with the subconscious mind. Now, many of you know the subconscious mind is a very important aspect of our mind, but you may not necessarily know that the subconscious mind also dictates on how we see ourselves. It's literally almost like our inner ID card. Whatever identity we have, it is anchored in the subconscious mind. And so, Again, when you grow up in, in circumstances where there was a lack of, of feedback, a lack of just giving you nourishment or giving you a sense of positive approval or reinforcement, your subconscious mind takes that very personally because it's at those early formative years where you develop a sense of self, where you develop the first relationship with yourself, which is largely dependent on the world outside of you. At those early stages, let's say from the 
time you're born until you're 10 or 12 years old, you need people to show you the world outside to mirror to you who you are. That's when you develop that concept of this is me. And if you are shown that somehow you are just not really that important, maybe because the parents are busy or they're getting through a divorce or again, there may be so many other siblings that there's just not a lot for you there. Anything that is an unstable and confusing environment makes you feel that there that lack, that lack of love and attention and support must have something to do with you. It is confusing at the beginning, but eventually it tells you, well, you know, I may just not be that lovable or I may not really be that good enough. And that is often at the core of the fear of being alone, that, that not believing in your worthiness and in your lovability. lovability. It's almost like a limiting belief that has been developed early on. Now, in order to compensate for that, you know, as, a, as an adult or as a young adult, you are, again, trying to figure out, is it really true? And so you're looking for relationships that may prove you the opposite, that may give you a sense of, well, see, I am lovable. I am actually someone who is worthy and people want to be there for me or play with me and uh, commit to me. But unfortunately, since you are having these imprints of not being worthy and you have in your subconscious mind these people that have shown you that you don't really matter, it's almost like a, a dog looking for truffles. You will find the same characters again in your relationships, the aloof ones, the ones that are not able to commit or have a fear of intimacy or the people that are rather narcissistic and self-absorbed. If that is what you grew up with, chances are you're going to look exactly for that again. Or people that may have an addiction problem, or maybe people that are not very reliable, all of that will repeat itself because your subconscious is looking for answers to the confusion of the past, answers by bringing into your life similar players as you grew up with. And of course, just like the players of your childhood didn't give you any answers and you couldn't really understand why they didn't give you the love and attention you needed, the people in your adult life will exactly do the same and you will be as confused. And that cycle of going through a relationship that once again didn't fulfill you and once again proved to you that you're not worthy and once again you feel it's your fault and if you could just be different and once again you're feeling that you as a person doesn't matter Naturally, you don't want to be by yourself. Naturally, it feels like being on your own is like a death sentence. Just like as a child, you felt, I cannot be neglected or rejected because I cannot really take care of myself. And on a subconscious level, people that do have the fear of being alone don't believe that they can really take care of themselves. Not logically, not rationally. You know you can hold a job or pay your bills or anything like this. It's more that 
visceral feeling of being alone in the world, somewhere in the wilderness, and there is an instinct of, I need a tribe, I need someone to be there for me because I'm not strong enough. So you could say that the fear of being alone keeps you subconsciously still in your childhood. There is something that hasn't really outgrown those patterns. And so you may have never really had a chance to develop a relationship with yourself that was never mirrored to you when you grew up. Now, Tom writes, I'm not afraid of being alone. I just don't like myself. And that's exactly the point. People that are afraid of being alone don't really have a relationship with themselves. Being on, on their own feels like alone and desolate, feels unfulfilling. And I understand it, especially if you have a sense that you are not really your own friend. If you have a sense that who you are kind of sucks. And that is what I feel is the solution as much as it is a problem. How can you become your own friend? How can you become the person that you do actually want to spend time with? Someone that you don't feel annoyed by. Someone you don't feel like its presence isn't enough. Someone that you know, I am whole. I don't need anyone else to complete me. I am lovable. I am someone who is love. How can you develop that relationship? Well, in order to develop that, it is often necessary to also let go, release, repattern, reprogram the subconscious mind. And this is really what the work I'm doing is all about, helping you to go through the different layers of your subconscious mind that are still holding on to that fear that these traumatic events, these significant events that really were making you feel that it's not okay who you are, the, the inner struggles with yourself that on the one hand don't want to believe that you're not good enough, but on the other hand, you do have that need and that fear to always get some kind of reinforcement from others. And of course, then this limiting identity that I just talked about, all of those things can be changed and all of those things can be altered by working consciously with a subconscious mind. So if you feel you need help, reach out, set up a free consultation, Skype or phone by going to the fear and anxiety solution.com. That's the fear and anxiety solution.com. Being your own best friend. Well, in order to get there, which sounds nice, right? I mean, wow, how if I would wake up with my best friend every day and that best friend would be me? What's helpful is to know, of course, what is actually a good friend. So there are a few things that uh, a good friend really is all about. And one of them is connection. Your best friend knows what you think and what you want to say before you even open your mouth. So there is a connection, there is an awareness there. And so you want to ask yourself, what is my connection with myself? How often do I actually pay attention to myself? How often do I 
not want to hear what I'm thinking or not want to be aware of my feelings? How often do I suppress my sensations? Like, I don't want to know that I'm hungry or tired or have to go to the bathroom because I'm too busy with work or too busy playing video games. How often are you not having this connection? And what if you would turn this around? And just like the best friend, patiently, but also with curiosity and interest, listen and pay attention to what's going on inside of you, even if it's not really that pleasant at the beginning. Now, another hallmark of a friend is being honest. Honesty about the things that you're doing. A good friend, for example, is honest and doesn't let you go down the wrong track. A good friend warns you when you're in denial and maybe make a choice that potentially could hurt you. And even if you don't really like to hear it, so what would it be like for you to become your friend through honesty? And to be honest about, for example, the relationship you are in or the relationship you were in, rather than to sugarcoat it or be in that mindset, well, it was so good. If I would have been just different and he was perfect, I was wrong. And every of your friends says the opposite. Everyone says he wasn't right. He was a player. He was just using you. So what if you would be as honest to yourself and not go down that self-judgment, that self-blame, but really see things with greater clarity, even if it means that, yes, I made a mistake, and yes, I don't really know who else to cling on to, yes, I'm going to be on my own, but through this honesty, I also learn to have a closer and much more real relationship with the one person that I will certainly spend every moment of the rest of my life with. When we come back, we will talk more about how you can develop this kind of relationship with yourself so that you will never feel alone again. Best-selling author, spiritual life, and business coach Joe Nunziata brings his higher energy and no-nonsense style to people who are ready to make powerful changes now. Wake up, step up, power up with a shot of Joe. Join Joe the second and fourth Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern for 30 minutes of high energy, no-nonsense, and powerful tools to make powerful changes. Visit joenuns.com. That's J-O-E-N-U-N-Z.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. We are talking about becoming your own best friend. We are talking about how to develop a relationship with yourself that will fill up this container 
of love and self-worth that may have been empty since ever you remember, but you have always hoped someone else would fill it up and the only person who really can bring that replenishing energy into your heart, into your mind is you. And so how can you do this? Well, becoming that best friend of yourself, we talked about having honesty, a connection, but then also having empathy and compassion. Because a lot of what we are feeling, whether it's sad or anxious, we make ourselves wrong for it. We are telling ourselves, well, you are lonely and you're anxious or you're sad about it, and that's wrong. Everyone else is happy. Everyone else has a good time. What's the matter with you? And so just having more compassion, even when you're down, just having your back, feeling that there is something inside of you that just needs a hug, something inside of you that needs a shoulder to cry on and not trying to rush through it and not trying to make it different, but sitting with it and observing it and, and loving it and nurturing it. That in itself is a sign of a good friend because a good friend doesn't only love and care about you when you are in a good mood. A good friend sees all of your layers and accepts you and loves you just for those. Another hallmark of the good friend is trust. And that's a big one because many times you may let yourself down. You may say that you do something. You may say, this time I'm going to really stay single for four months because I need to be stronger in myself. And then you let yourself down. Or you're having this really clear understanding that you need to maybe meditate or change your self-talk and be more positive and give yourself more appreciation. And after just a few days, you stop doing it and you get distracted again. Or you tell yourself, I will not cut myself emotionally by going on social media and looking at on Instagram what my ex is doing. And you hold on to this for two days and then you just go right back into that pattern. That is not developing trust in yourself. And so, of course, how do you want to be around someone you cannot trust? Someone that always lets you down. Someone you feel on some level doesn't have your best interest in mind. So really developing trust, meaning what you're saying, feeling connected to that commitment that whatever you do is in your best interest. And when you know there is something, whether it's you are judging yourself or whether you go into self-destructive, self-limiting behavior, just trusting yourself that you can say no, trusting yourself that you are saying no to whatever may give you instant gratification and say yes to your long-term relationship with yourself. And a good friend is also a friend who encourages you, someone who tells you that you're awesome, boosts your energy, and when you feel down, gives you a positive reframe, a positive perspective. A good friend sees you as the center and appreciates you. So if you are practicing self-appreciation, every day thinking about the difference that you're making in your life, every day focusing on that what is your goodness that you are sharing with the world, 
in those moments, you also more and more become a friend for yourself and you do get closer and closer to that comforting and self-reliant relationship that will never make you feel alone. Now, another and maybe the most important part of a good friendship is that this friend knows you. The friend, the best friend that you have, you're not hiding anything, but you also know this friend knows your essence, knows your goodness, knows the potential that's inside of you, even if sometimes you cannot see it yourself. And this is what this meditation that you will a guy be guided through in a moment is all about learning to reconnect to your essence, learning to remember your goodness, going deep inside, beyond these layers that you may have identified yourself with and just seeing that there is something inside of you that is unique, that is beautiful, that is powerful, that is special, something that you can hold on to and see that everything you need is really already there. Everything you want, you can get from within. Being in relationship is not about getting something back or feeling no longer alone. Being in relationship is sharing that, what you will in a moment discover and find with your within yourself. So lean back. Close your eyes and take a few breaths in and out. Allow your mind to slow down and your body to relax and unwind. Focus on your eyelids and let them become so relaxed and so heavy that it would take a great effort to try to open them so you don't even try. Instead, you let the relaxation of your eyelids spread across your face and from there all across your upper body and your lower body, all the way down to the tips of your toes. Then focus on your intention to find yourself to find the truth of who you are, to befriend yourself with your essence at your core, and to become once again in alignment with yourself, in harmony, in a state of groundedness, in a sense of being at home with yourself. Now think about moments in your life where you accepted and loved a person or an animal without expectations or conditions. Think about a moment where you have forgiven someone out of a sense of kindness and compassion. A time where you have put your own needs and desires aside 
and focus solely on another person's well-being. Think about the moment in your past where you were completely open and willing to listen, consider and understand a friend's point of view. Maybe you can remember a time where you felt deeply touched and inspired by another person's generosity, patience, acceptance or selflessness. Or you can remember when you deeply and truly embraced and appreciated the gifts of compassion love and friendship. Notice how those memories make you feel and where those feelings come from, where they connect to you and your body and focus now inwards to find the source of those emotions the source of your love and compassion. First, pay attention to your heart and for a few moments tune into its faithful, life-sustaining beat. Now draw your attention closer to your heart and zoom in on its lower tip. Imagine that you can move in closer and notice in your heart one particular cell. Let's call it the master cell. As each breath brings you closer to it, increasingly appreciate the cell's beauty complexity and perfection and soon you reach the cell membrane with its layers channels and gateways shuttling nourishment and information out from and into the cell the complexity and perfection of this magnificent cell is awe-inspiring to you but you continue your journey by floating easily through one of the gateways of the membrane into the cell, into the cell plasma. Here you're surrounded by countless organelles, ribosomes, vesicles and life force generating mitochondria. It gives you great comfort to know that you have such an abundance of energy, vitality and vibrant life residing within yourselves. And your journey takes you deeper, all the way into the center of the cell, into the nucleus, the sphere-shaped storage place for your genetic coding your DNA. Inside the nucleus, you marvel at the sheer unlimited amount of information 
your DNA holds. Someone once said that if every piece of information on your DNA were a star, you'd hold an entire galaxy of knowledge. You are in the halls of your inner library, where all the wisdom of life is preserved. In here, all questions can be answered, and all problems can be solved. However, the journey to your essence guides you further, beyond the molecules of their DNA, down to the level of the atoms. And as you approach a single atom with its solid core of neutrons and protons and a number of small electrons circling in distinct orbits around it, it strikes you that this configuration appears just like our solar system. The saying as above so below and as below so above takes on a new dimension and meaning for you. You are the reflection of the universe and the universe mirrors your unlimited nature back to you. And now flow down into the atomic nucleus to the level of the subatomic particles, the smallest elements of your being. And what you find there truly astonishes you. All there seems to be at the deepest level of your existence is an infinite amount of energy. The tiny subatomic particles are almost undetectable within the vastness of this powerful energy field. You clearly understand now that you consist predominantly of this energy and not the small amounts of matter you used to identify yourself with. This realization gives you a great sense of empowerment because you know that your thoughts, beliefs and your feelings can shift your energy and therefore your entire being. And as you're drawn into the core of this energetic field, you become aware of a brilliant light, the light of your essence. Delve into this light and become aware of its magnificent qualities and unlimited potential. Bask in the glow of your essence and allow peace and serenity to envelop you. All your worries, tension and perceived limitations can dissolve here. Your old identities and outdated beliefs disintegrate and vanish in this light, while you recalibrate to the perfect blueprint of your true self. And through the light of your essence, you have permanent access to all your inner gifts, resources and powers. Right now, focus on the gift and the qualities of your essence that allow you to be your own 
best friend. This can be the gift of compassion, the gift of commitment, the gift of love, and the gift of the awareness of your own worthiness. Then inhale and feed the light of your essence with love and appreciation and notice how its brightness and brilliance increases. And as you exhale, simply think, I am compassion, I am love, and I am peace. I am never alone because I always have myself. All that I need and all that I want is inside of me. Watch how the light at your core begins to expand and radiate outward. And continue to breathe in and out, fueling the essence with love and appreciation and allowing its light to intensify and further spread out. Now that your entire master cell in your heart is glowing brightly with the light of your essence, notice that this light can ignite the core energy that resides within each cell of your body. Continue to affirm I am compassion, I am love, and I am peace. I am never alone, because I always have myself. All that I need and want is inside of me. With every breath, this brilliant light expands to the millions and trillions of cells across your body. It is like an internal sun with countless rays pulsating gently through your entire being. Each ray further ignites the light of all the cells in your chest, your abdomen, your arms and legs, your neck and head. And notice the waves of this harmonizing energy expanding throughout your entire body. Each of the hundreds of trillions of cells of your body, even the spaces between the cells, every cavity and vessel become infused and filled up with the light of your brilliant essence. Let the light of your truth overflow and expand now beyond the confines of your body and illuminate your electromagnetic field in all directions. This field of energy around you can deflect any negative influences or projections from the outside and keep you in a comfortable space of quiet peace and self-reliance. And as this energy field now has the expansion and the size that honors you, just bask in the soft, 
pulsating light and let your mind and body come into harmonic resonance with the essence of your being. Be one with yourself. And then after a few moments, feeling refreshed, feeling connected with yourself, feeling that you know more about your truth and that this truth is powerful and beautiful and truly filled with love and compassion. You can bring yourself simply back by taking a deep breath in and exhale. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. Welcome back. Well, are you still here? <laughs> Did you float away? Are you still basking in the light of your essence? If you want to listen to this meditation and others again, you can go to the fearandanxietysolution.com or you go to my YouTube channel, Dr. Friedman Schaub, and you can find all the past shows and webinars and so on. But I hope this show and also this meditation have helped you to know there is a solution, a very simple solution for the fear of being alone, which is just to turn it around and make friends with yourself. Just be the friend that you deserve to be, somebody you're curious about, somebody you care about. Be your best friend by being somebody you appreciate and believe in. See yourself as somebody you will never let down because you have your back. And be 100% committed to, to have that friend yourself. The experience, the joy, the love, the fulfillment that you always wanted to have. Because once you have such a relationship with yourself, once you are free from that need of getting some positive reflection and affirmations from others, once you are truly free to choose who you want to be with, and you choose from knowing who you are, and you choose from a place of self-worth, all your relationships will change. Because every relationship outside of us is a reflection on how we feel about us. And so if you have a solid core and foundation of love and self-worth, that is what you will automatically attract and that is what you will expect, and only this is what you will accept in your life. So make this day today the first day to become 
your best friend. Until next time, take good care and be well. Goodbye. You've been listening to Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedemann Schaub. Join Dr. Friedemann the first and third Wednesday each month at 11 a.m. Pacific as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges of our daily lives. Discover how you can use the power of your mind to overcome stress, anxiety, and overwhelm and create a solid foundation of confidence and self-esteem. Learn cutting-edge tools so that you can approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. To learn more about what Dr. Schaub can do for you, visit the fearandanxietysolution.com.